personally welcome you out today to the I Am Salt Lake podcast. If this is your first time listening to us and you're like, what is this podcast all about? What is this podcast that I downloaded that I stumbled upon? Well, this podcast is all about showcasing awesome people right here in Salt Lake City. We talk to musicians, authors, business owners, restaurant owners, breweries, distilleries. I think you guys get the idea. Really, anyone that might have a cool story, we're talking to him. Welcome to episode 356. My name is Chris. And my name's Christina. Today we're actually recording out of our brand new podcast studio. It's located in the back of Empire Merchandise in beautiful downtown Salt Lake City. Okay, that's right. Yes, we've moved again. And we're going to tell you more about that after our interview on today's podcast. I bet you people are always like, gosh, you guys are moving all the time. Look, we, we've stuff to do. We're busy. Hey, also we have to mention... We won Best Podcast for City Weekly's 2018 Best of Utah Awards that they do every year. You know, guys, we are truly honored to uh, have won this award, and we could not have done this without our awesome listeners. Without your guys' uh, voting for us, means a lot to us. It does. We're really nothing without you guys. That's what's so, so wonderful. Thank you, each and every one of you. Truly an honor to win uh, Reader's Choice Best Podcast for Utah. Today on the podcast, we get to sit down and talk with Scott Porter from San Diablo Artisan Churros. Scott has a really awesome story, and we're going to be getting into a good chunk of it. Scott shares with us what inspired him to start making churros, obstacles he ran into when he started, and actually some amazing business advice that we can all learn from. He even brought churros to the interview, but you guys know I'm doing the keto diet, so I had to say no. I just had to eat all of them in front of you. It was really sad. They were so delicious. But before we jump into that interview, let's give some quick love to our sponsors for this episode, Limitless Labs, Five Wives Vodka, and the Salt Lake Barber Company. We're going to be telling you more about them later on in the show. Hey, don't forget to head on over to our website. It's IamSaltLake.com. Really easy. This is where you can get lost and dig through the entire back catalog of episodes. Don't forget to sign up for the email list while you're there. That way you can stay up to date on everything going on with the podcast. Okay, here's that conversation we had with Scott Porter. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy. You've listened to a few episodes of the podcast. You've probably heard us ask, uh, what what did your childhood smell like? You're you're a okay, so you're a man about smells. Because I'm sure with the churros, right? With the smells. So I'm I'm eager for your response here. I know that's a lot of pressure. I'll just start out with a true confession. I don't eat sugar. Okay. Okay. How weird is that? I run a churro business. Which it's kind w- of impressive that which, you can make something so tasty. I want to. I want to find <laughs> out why you chose churros, but sure. I need to know what your childhood smelled. Well, like. that's what oh, I'm getting at okay. is that I don't eat sugar, and so I like the smell is so important to me when I'm making the churros. Even though th- this dough was just made a couple of days ago, and when we cook it fresh, and it's and it's coming out of the oil and we just, we put the fresh, we grind, grind our own cinnamon and put that with the sugar. And so anyway, it just has this amazing fresh smell to it. And so that just, that fills me. <laughs> it's so weird, but it's so smell is really important to me because, uh, that's how you I base. Yeah. And I can't, of. I can't, I don't taste all of the, the different filling flavors. So the smell of my childhood, I grew up in Canada in Southern Alberta. Um, I had an amazing childhood as, as, smells. I, we lived for having sleepovers at my friend's house, uh, houses, and they lived on, on farms. We were on the outskirts of the city in Lethbridge and, um, they lived on farms. And so we would, every Saturday we were out like rolling around in the hay bales, like the, the mother cat, like gave birth to kittens. The, the cow gave birth to these baby calves and, um, or do they do them one at a time? I guess. Maybe. So wait, you grew up on a farm. <laughs> you grew up on a farm. I did not grow up on a farm. I had friends on okay. farms, and so it was the best. We would go. I, I I got lived on the outskirts of the city, and then went to their farms on the weekends to to have a sleepover and just collect eggs in the morning, pick berries. That's the best because you you it get was, to do all the good parts of living on a farm right, with your friends exactly. without all the hard work every morning. You know, <laughs> it was wow. awesome. Milk the cows, yeah, exactly. That's, but when it's a novelty, you're you're it's cool. You love it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So what brought you to Utah then from Canada of all places? Well, so I've been all over the place. So I, my childhood was in Canada. I was born in Arizona. It's a long story, but I found out I was also a Canadian citizen when I was 28 years old. (laughs) Wait, so you didn't know you were a Canadian citizen the whole time? Because I was born, well, yeah, I was, I was flying uh, back. I was living in Seattle at the time in between undergrad and grad school and uh, flying for the first time to Canada. This was pre 9-11. And so I, all the other times we'd crossed the border, uh, we, we, you didn't even need a passport. You didn't even show ID between Canada and the United States. And so my first time flying into Canada from the US, I get to the airport late and the, they say, can I see your passport? I'm like, my passport, I'm, I'm going to Canada. I don't need a passport. She's like, yeah, when you fly, you need a passport. Well, that would have been really nice to have known that before I got to the airport, get to the airport. Um, I, I'm like, what else can I do? This was pre-cell phone, anything. Like I couldn't call and get get my paperwork brought to me or anything. And they, <laughs> uh, she's like, well, if you fax me a copy of your birth certificate or your passport, I can let you on the plane. Fax, right? Fax. Wow. And so that would I go over to now. the pay phone pay phone. Mm -hmm. And I'm praying that my mom answers the phone. And sure enough, she answers. I'm like, mom, I have, I don't have time to explain. I'm going to Ryan's wedding. I need a copy of my birth certificate. Um, and and approximately how old were you at this time? I was 28, 28. Okay. Just (laughs) following along. And, and she says, well, what do you need your passport for? Just tell them you're Canadian. And I'm like, but mom, I'm not. She's like, yes, you are. Mom, I am not Canadian. I was born in Arizona. She said, yeah, I know. I was there. And, 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 well, hopefully she I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm Canadian. I was, she's, she said, what are you talking about? I've, you know, uh, registered or, or uh, all of you as dual citizens. Mom, I am 28 years old. Why are you just telling me about yeah. this for the first time in my life? That would have been nice to know. And yeah. So you're, and so you, I'm having this identity crisis in the phone booth, right? Like, what mm-hmm. else have you not told me? Is dad my father? Like, what else <laughs> is going on? And uh, and so, yeah, so I'm like, I don't even know who I am anymore. Can you please just fax this? We'll have to talk about this later. I got to get on the plane. And so I go back up to the counter and and I say, well, turns out I'm Canadian. And she's she's like... Okay, that's weird. Check checks fax machine. Let me on the plane. So anyway, that's how I found out I was Canadian. So you're Canadian <laughs> in United States. I was, or are you well, just a I'm Canadian? dual citizen? So I was born in Arizona, but so you my can mom, vote here. You yeah, can vote yeah, there. Yeah, I mean you're yeah. Well, Canada. But man, anyway, I mean, so I was in Canada and then uh, went to BYU twice, undergrad what, what, and grad school. Uh, what did you go for? Uh, public relations, okay. undergrad. Then I worked in Seattle for five years and uh, went back to. Brigham Young University, got my MBA there. Amazing experience. And then uh, lived in Southern California for a while, ran a couple of nursing homes in Southern California, in, and then uh, moved to Washington, D.C. I lived there for a couple of years doing consulting for Fortune 500 companies in Latin America, and then uh, came back to Southern California, back in senior healthcare for a couple of years. And then some friends and I launched an airline. Uh, the first all-you-can-fly membership airline in Southern California called Surfair. Wait, all-you-can-eat airline? All-you-can-fly. Yeah, <laughs> all-you-can-fly? I mean, all-you-can-eat, all-you-can-fly, yeah. Oh, all-you-can... So wait, all-you-can-fly? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So okay, you, I was going to say all-you-can-eat. Like, what is this? It's a buffet in the sky, right? Dude, yeah. I would take that airplane all the time. Dude, right? that's that's the only airline I would take if that right? existed. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> You're not even that old, man. You know, I mean, I don't, you, don't, you, do you don't look that old. We don't need to get into that, but but I mean, you're... You're a, you're a, you're an entrepreneur. I mean, yeah, that's I've what... been, I, yeah, I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. I remember, you know, you talk about the smell of childhood. I remember, um, my very first, uh, entrepreneurial venture, I was probably like nine years old and I wanted to create a neighborhood newspaper. And so typewriter underneath the stairs in my parents, ba- in my, our, our basement at our house and my, my friend and I reported on very important things going on in our neighborhood, like where people were going on vacation, what their parents did. Um, (laughs) And then I, then I 
photocopied it. I think they called it Xerox back yeah. then, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and then sold it back to everyone in the neighborhood for about twenty five cents. I did something very <laughs> similar. Yeah, I did. I did a family newsletter that I sold to the awesome. family all over all over the U.S. <laughs> And then I did it like a neighborhood little That's thing. And then great. later on I did a zine and, and all of that. But Oh, cool. Wow, that is I mean, how many so how many years did you go to BYU then for? I mean you must Well, have I got, did undergrad and then grad school, so, so six years total. Quite a few years you spent down in Utah. In Utah, County. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Utah yeah, yeah, County. Yeah. And then um and then after the airline, uh after Surf Air, um, then I was kind of toggling back and forth between Southern California and Utah and uh, working on a couple of tech startups that ended up falling through. And so I found myself here, uh, had sublet my place in LA and I'm like, man, I might as well start another business. Um, I'd never done anything in food and I love food, uh, particularly Mexican food, all food, but I just, well, Mexican's have this, like, the best, right? So yeah. wait, do you still have a place in California? No, then? I don't. I was going to say, yeah. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll rent it from you when I go down there. <laughs> no joke. Visit, I mean, right? especially now that it's getting to be so cold, it's, yeah. uh, yeah. I just long for those flip flop <laughs> days. Right. So San Diablo artisan churros. Yes. That's what you're doing now. That's kind of what our main focal point. And you actually brought some churros with you. And we this did. is the first time I'm really glad that I've yeah. come to a recording and not eaten. So, okay. So <laughs> okay, just, just to give listeners <laughs> and we might, though. we might reiterate this in the beginning. We met you at a creative mornings. Yeah. It was a creative mornings SLC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chrissy yeah. or Christina and I were uh, doing a, a little like a, 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 a presentation yeah. speak about, about honesty. You had churros there, which I was like, oh my gosh, this guy is bringing churros. You were, you were, you were baking them or what do you, you what you is were it like baking the, you were the or main frying feature, them the main food feature. In, in one of the office rooms. So right. you, you travel around to businesses and do this. Right. And yeah. I was like, I got to get this guy on the podcast and find out his story because it's so fascinating. How did this start? How long have you been doing it? What's you know, a little bit of the history? Well, there? Yeah. So, uh, we've been churro, uh, San Diablo artisan churros started about two years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. And we specialize in catering and special events and we now have a food truck. We've had that for a couple of months, about four months. We're growing and it's been a, an amazing journey here in Salt Lake. I mean, it's such a, such an, a wonderful atmosphere, super supportive entrepreneurial, um, ecosystem here. Um, as far as, uh, friends and colleagues and, you know, going to creative mornings and people like try it and like it. And then they they say, Hey, come and do a podcast sure. uh, or come and cater our next company event or something. And very, very supportive environment here. I've loved it. Uh, but the churros, like we, the thing that makes, uh, that, that is a little bit different about how we do things. So our churros are made fresh from scratch. We actually, uh, our pastry chef, uh, crafted the the recipe with we had two pastry chefs working on it. Mindy Booth, who uh, that name sounds familiar. Yeah, she's amazing. Is uh, she a musician? No. Oh, Mi- there's another Mindy. Mindy Gladhill is uh, a musician. Maybe, maybe that's who I'm thinking. Yeah, of. Mindy Booth is equally amazing and pr- really musically talented <laughs> too. Um, but she was a former VP at Goldman Sachs and decided to just quit and pursue her passion of baking. Wow. And so right around this time when she was doing that, that she had shortly or pre, uh, had, uh, had left Goldman Sachs and I, I called her up and it's actually, have either of you been to Corn Bellies, the harvest festival at Thanksgiving point? Yeah. Well, I've, uh, I have I been should. quite you a few know years of it? ago. Yeah. Like, like the yeah. maze and the yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kind of the, and... the Thanksgiving or Halloween time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Time Gotta love a, stuff. a corn maze, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's, is that a Utah thing? Uh, yeah. a, I mean, they're all over. But yeah. 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 yeah it's but very... it just seems like everybody here wants to do a corn maze. I mean, well, come on. Totally. So, it's like, it's kind of dangerous, you know, like you could get lost, It's but it's still safe. Oh, come on, Chrissy. You're not going to get lost in a corn maze. Anyway. I'm going to get lost in a corn maze. You know, it's uh, um, it's kind of interesting how it came about. We I had my first fresh filled churros in um, Mexico City years ago. There's kind of like this neighborhood in Mexico City. Have either of you been there? No, Mexico City. my brother has. Tijuana is as okay. close. Okay, well, <laughs> my that's brother good. served the as baby mission steps. there. We'll get you there. Oh yeah, yeah. I so mean, he- it was. I think. I mean, we may talk about this, but. I think everyone needs to go to Mexico City at some point in their life. It is Are you paying amazing. to like the airfare to go? Uh, we can see what we can do to figure this out. <laughs> I mean, it's that important. It's kind of like this Mecca experience. I mean, you've yeah. got to go the 
best tacos you will ever have in your life. And I can, gonna be I'm right usually an under promise over deliver kind of guy, but mm-hmm. this is. You know what I would like to try if I ever go down there is the corn that they make, like oh, the yeah. Mexican corn. Yeah. I've yeah. only had the Americanized the version of corn. it. The street oh, corn. Oh, man. Wow. I'm, I'm serious. Best so good. In my, I mean, Italians and French will disagree, but in my opinion, the best food city in the world is Mexico, Mexico City. city. I'll, I'll Interesting. We'll go. Let's Next go. vacation. I, I do taco tours to Mexico City. So basically no, you're no saying I'll take, yeah. people can oh take you, hire you, bring you along, pay for your airfare, the whole nine yards. You, you got to. Yeah. So, okay. So these churros. Like the, so anyway, yeah. yeah. The, so the churros, I, I lived in Mexico City. I was doing an internship there for a while and I had these filled churros. I'm like, why don't we have churros this good in America? Del Taco. <laughs> true <laughs> yes yes and um uh, i i mean all the churros that i had known were like disneyland or and this was even before costco had churros you know mm-hmm. and so i'm like gosh they make them fresh they fill them right there they're amazing and i thought this would just be irresponsible not to bring these back to america sure right mm-hmm. and so i I had this in the back of my head, just like when you travel, you know you travel, you see something, and you think, gosh, it'd be awesome to have that um that'd be awesome to bring that home. Well, it was in the back of my head for years and years and years and then when when this it just kind of the stars aligned opportunity came up, and I'm like, you know what, let's start a food business and there's there's a bigger picture at play here i i've in throughout my entire very eclectic career, I have had a passion for exceptional customer experience. And I have a system and a framework that I've used in the different businesses that I've, that I've run. And I thought I'd never done anything in food before. And I'd love to see it work in food, um, how we can create an experience that's so unique and different that that's becomes really like one of your key competitive advantages and like your biggest marketing tool. And that's how you create evangelists that are out there talking about you and helping helping you grow your business is by creating something that's so special. And so I wanted to see that in action in food. And I thought, well, let's make, let's make churros happen. So uh, the reason why I bring up corn bellies is I was at my friend, uh, Chad and Amber's house. We call him Chamber. I was at Chamber's <laughs> house. I love it. Clearly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's adorable. <laughs> they're amazing. And they're like, you got to start this churro business. And, uh, where, where am I going to launch? I mean, I didn't, I don't know how to really go about it. And because you've I've never done anything, never with food. done anything in food. And I'm like, I don't, I don't think retail is the right play here. Did you even know how to make churros? Or did you have to kind of I figure had, well, out? I, this is, yeah. So it's interesting. So they said, um, let's go, you know, what about launching at corn bellies? It's like a six week long thing. You could mm-hmm. be there consistently every day for a while. People get to know you and you can pitch like doing catering. I'm like, okay, that sounds great. Yeah. I call corn bellies. And they said, I said, hey, I see that you're looking for vendors. Um, yeah, what do you sell? Like fresh filled churros. And she's like, oh my gosh, I love churros. <laughs> it, I love filled churros. And I said, really? Where have you had filled churros? Because not, it's not a super common thing. Unless it's, it's really you spend not. time abroad. You were like, somebody stole my idea. Well, and she <laughs> says, and this, this is what she said. It's been my dream to have gourmet churros at Corn Bellies. No way. I said, well, your dream's about to ready to come true. Let's make this happen. Sure. And she says, well, how long have you been in business? And I'm like, um, we would be launching at Corn Bellies. And she's like, oh. Ooh. I'm like, sensing the extreme hesitation in her voice. What were, what were you <laughs> I, feeling then? Did you feel like, well, maybe I need to lie a little bit here? Well, no, I mean, I'm like, I've got to be upfront about this because, I, I mean, there's no way. She's going to find out. She's going to research you and realize, oh, it's not a company yet. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And so I'm, and I said, okay, look, why don't we do this? I will bring you and everyone that's involved in the decision, churros, so, so you, you were can already, sample them. You were already <laughs> no, making them. No, no, no. So, and so, so she's like, oh, that'd be a great idea. We need to know what we're getting ourselves into. And right. she's like, actually, we're meeting in three days, 15 people. And um, if you can bring us churros, that'd be great. And so I'm like, absolutely, I'll be there. Hang up the phone. I'm like, holy freak. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> I've never, I had only made the recipe twice. I had... Uh, and you couldn't even I, taste didn't have the recipe name. to see if you liked it. <laughs> right, right. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. We didn't. We didn't have a name. Um, we didn't have a team. Uh, we didn't have any equipment. No equipment. It was. This was an idea. And I'm like, oh, let's make this happen. So 
the very first call I made was to Mindy Booth. I called her. I'm like, um, Mindy, I think I'm launching a churro business. Can you help me figure this out tomorrow? Can we make test out all the churro dough all day tomorrow and figure this out? Um, sure. She says, absolutely. Let's do this. So three, three day scramble, got everything ready, decided on San Diablo as the name and registered it, you know, mocked up our logo and everything, (laughs) pretended like we were an actual company and, um, and did the tasting and they loved them. And they said, actually, we think that these would do so well. We think you should have two booths at, (laughs) at Corn Bellies. And I'm like, Awesome. Is that big of a place to have two booths? And how bad are you sweating while all this is happening? You know what? I'm just like laughing inside because any any of my friends that know me too, they're like, yeah, this is just par for the course. This is the way that you just say you're going to do it and you do it. Yeah. I love it. We'll figure it out. I know. So yeah, so Corn Valley is what kicked us off and it was great. And then people were always asking, oh, do you guys have a store somewhere? No, no. We go where the party is. Do you want to hire us for catering? So, so you started um, getting catering. So we just gigs. did like started pitching catering and and have been growing and have had just tremendous growth over the over the past couple of years. It's been amazing. Yeah, uh, uh, we're really grateful that Utah loves sugar as no, much as they do. They do. It yeah. is oh, a, man, a yeah. highly <laughs> sugared place here. We need to actually take a quick break, play a message here from our sponsors. But then when we come back, I mean, obviously, we've just kind of skimmed the surface with these churros. So we're going to talk more about that, Scott. So hang tight. We'll be right back. All right. We actually have a brand new sponsor for this episode, Limitless Labs. We're going to be telling you all about them. But one thing I want you to remember, listeners of this podcast, when you support our sponsors, you're actually supporting the podcast. So it's kind of a win-win. You support them, you support us. It's really, really cool. Like I said, Limitless Labs is the sponsor for this episode. They have an amazing product. It's called Brain Hero. Brain Hero is an all-natural formula with no fillers. It's brain food based on the latest neuroscience. It's made, manufactured, and fulfilled right here in Salt Lake City. You know, I started taking this stuff a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, all right, what's this stuff? I'll try it out. It really does. It supports focus energy in memory. And I know you actually had an amazing experience on yeah, using this using stuff it. as well, Christina. It's been so, uh, I, I wish I could even explain to you how incredible this stuff makes me feel. I have a strong history of ADHD and I tend to get brain fog very often. I get tired when I'm sitting and I actually have a really hard time focusing for the majority of my life. Uh, I started taking this a couple of weeks ago and I ended up having to go to a a work, a conference for work out out in Boston. Boston. You know, I'm always a little bit nervous about places where I'm going to have to go and sit for extended periods of time because I, my brain just doesn't handle it well. And taking this changed my entire experience. I was able to sit for, you know, three days straight for eight hours and take in all the information I was learning. I had workshops, I listened to talks and I was very alert the whole time. I understood everything. I was very attentive and I never, I never got that usual feeling that I get when I'm not taking this. And I've taken multivitamins in the past. I've taken a lot of things to try to help me, you know, and, and there's just something so unique about Brain Hero. I'm so grateful for it. That is so awesome. Check out their website, brainheropill.com. Really easy to remember, brainheropill.com. We actually have a really cool offer for our listeners of the podcast. If you use the discount code IAMSALTLAKE at checkout when you buy a bottle of Brain Hero, they're going to give you one month a one-month bottle of Tranquil Sleep, which is the $30 value as well. So you're getting like two bottles. I mean, really, really cool. Each bottle of Brain Hero is a one-month supply. It supports focus, energy, and memory. Again, brainheropill.com. Use the discount code IAMSALTLAKE. Grab yourself a bottle of Tranquil Sleep as well. I'd love to hear your I'd love to hear your stories as well. I mean, Christina's yeah. story blew me away when she came home from Boston. You didn't even expect it. I, I came back. I didn't tell you about my experience until I came back because I was like, I can't wait to tell Chris how great, like how much I've really enjoyed using this. And I've noticed extreme focus in memory as well, mm-hmm. taking this stuff. I'm excited to keep taking it. Like oh, I said, yeah. you know, we've only been doing it for a few weeks and in great results. And it's great because it's natural. It's it's real stuff that's good for you. It's not just like downing a bunch of caffeine, you know, that will hype you up for a little bit, make you jittery and crash. This is like really healthy for you and for your brain. And many thanks to Limitless Labs for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. 
don't forget to head on over to brainheropill.com. All right, this episode of the podcast is also sponsored by our friends at Five Wives Vodka. I know our longtime listeners, you guys hear us talk about them every week, but you know what? They're great and they're awesome for sponsoring the podcast. So you can go buy a bottle of Five Wives Vodka at the local liquor store or get a shot at the bar and you're supporting the podcast. It's really cool. That's a win-win, really. They, they have three different flavors, which of the of the Five Wives Vodka, I know we talk about them on every episode, but we actually just tried the potato what is it? The potato we did, vodka? Uh, potato the vodka. Premium and potato vodka. You know what's so funny? We I was so excited when it because it, it just came out, right? So I, we ran to the DABC and I went to go buy some. I was we were so quick to jump on it that they hadn't even got it really in the system yet and they couldn't even scan it. So we had to like manually enter it so I could buy it. We actually found it right at the downtown, yeah, uh, downtown. liquor store mm-hmm. at like 400 South and 200 West. If you're looking for a bottle of this potato vodka. Yeah, it's so good. I had some last night and I, I actually, I mixed up a drink with some, some pear juice and put some bitters lab in there and made a little cocktail. It was fantastic. And like I said, they actually have three other flavors. Let's skim through these really quick. They have the original flavor. This is made from uh, Utah Mountain Spring Water. It's 100% distilled corn spirit, and it's gluten-free. And Five Wives Sinful is a flavored vodka with a delicious cinnamon taste. It's not like other cinnamon products that give you a cinnamon candy taste. Sinful's more like a morning cinnamon roll with only 76 calories per ounce. They also have the Five Wives Heavenly. This is another one of their flavored vodkas with a delicious vanilla taste. Heavenly's rich, buttery vanilla flavor, it comes through without coating your taste buds with sugar, which is going to result in more vanilla and less calories. Their website, fivewivesvodka.com. Go check it out if you want. But like I said, just, just head on down to the liquor store, grab a bottle, grab a bottle of this new potato vodka. I don't know how long they're doing it. Maybe they're only yeah. doing it temporary. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's available right now. When you go buy a bottle, you're supporting the podcast and you're having a great drink. You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and many thanks to Five Wives Vodka for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. All right. This episode of the podcast is also sponsored by our friends at the Salt Lake Barber Company. You know, I have guys hitting me up all the time. They're asking me, where do you get your beard trimmed? Where do you get your haircut? You always look so nice. Hey, it's because I head on over to the Salt Lake Barber Company. They are located at 10 East 800 South, right on the corner of 8th and Main in the Central 9th District of downtown Salt Lake City. They offer haircuts, beard trim, straight razor shaves. They are really top-notch. We've had Isaac and Eric actually on the podcast, and I've, I've been lucky enough to get haircuts by both of them. I know a lot of people out there, you haven't tried the old barbershop way of getting your haircut. Go try them out. The Salt Lake Barber Company They do take walk-ins if they are available, but might I suggest to get a guaranteed appointment, head on over online. We all have the computer in front of us. Open up your laptop, pop out your iPhone, type in saltlakebarberco.com, schedule an appointment. You're going to love it. I mean, I'm serious. The full nine yards with these, with the haircuts and the hot towels. And you'll probably enjoy the experience and you'll look so good. Cause every time Chris gets home, I'm just like, Oh, they did such a good job. You Salt, look so yummy. Saltlakebarberco.com <laughs> is their website. Go book an appointment. And you know what? When you go over there to get your haircut or beard trim, let them know you heard about them on I am Salt Lake podcast. And of course, many thanks to the Salt Lake Barber Company for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. We didn't get into uh, these churros, churros, like what you stuff them with, like because you have different oh, yeah. kinds. So this is what makes, yeah, and uh, so we make our churros fresh from scratch, the dough, and we can talk about that, but um, the dough, and then we fry them on demand. So like these churros that I brought in were literally fried, I don't know, 15 minutes ago. Uh, and so that's it makes a big difference when they're fresh and hot. And then we grind our own cinnamon sugar, dust them with that. And then we fill them with happiness, which is what. That's exactly yeah, what they're yeah. filled with. I agree. <laughs> I've had three so far. So, on par. okay. So what are you eating over there, Chrissy? <laughs> okay. what I've eaten a salted caramel one. Yes. A Nutella pumpkin one. Yeah, that's the, that's kind of the secret sauce. That's there, a yeah. good, that's yeah. a good. So, and I'm not even like a huge pumpkin person, but it was like a better version of pumpkin pie. Ooh. Is what I'd like say. It. Okay. I'm not a huge churro fan. Yeah. I, I never really it's have. Okay. I, know, I know. I know. Wait, how long? We've been married almost two years, Chrissy, right? and this is what I, I find but, out. But have I ever asked to go find churros in the whole two years? No. Ah, no. see? So <laughs> here's my point. 
all the churros that I've had in America, you know, like you said, they're just kind of they're You find them at like Del Taco or now Costco carries them, but they're usually like hard and crunchy and the dough is thin. And then they're just kind of like, Ugh. just I, I never got why people really liked them. But this is almost like a cronut. Mm. A cronut? Yeah. What is a cronut? Like a donut croissant. It's very like buttery, flaky. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's like crisp on the outside, but really soft on the inside. They're just so good. Like I, I these are really, really good. I'm sorry you can't eat any, Chris, or well, you choose not to. I'm going to give you the cowbell for that. There we go. <laughs> I just all I'm saying is I'm probably going to be eating a lot of these now. Tell me, tell us about the the cowbell. Scott brought a cowbell <laughs> with him uh, to this so recording. And- I will when we when we launched the business. Um, once Corn Belly said go, then we had three weeks to like. So we threw a VIP like party. Had we known you guys, we would have invited you. Um, it was it was so fun. Hired twenty people created a brand, built all of our equipment, got all of the equipment. And, um, and one of the trips that I made was to Tijuana to get some stuff for the business. I wanted to incorporate Mexico was, has been a very important part of my life. Um, I was a missionary, uh, for the LDS church there. And, and then I went back, I've lived there for a, a total of another, another year, year and a half, um, in different times. And, uh, the culture has been such an important part of who I am, and I wanted to, and it was inspired from Mexico City. So I thought, let's integrate some really fun elements into what we do. And so even our branding, like we wanted to create kind of like an old Mexico feel meets Dean and DeLuca sort of thing. And so um, when I went down to Tijuana to get get some stuff for the business, I remember, I'll never forget, I like crouched down in this um, restaurant supply store in Tijuana and there was a row of cowbells. I have no idea why they were there at a restaurant supply store, but I'm like, do I need some cowbells? We always need more cowbells. And that's exactly the thought that came to my head. (laughs) And I was like, yes, we always need more cowbell, right? And so I'm like, I I don't know how we're going to incorporate this into what we do. Did you have a fever? (laughs) <laughs> um, I did not know how we were going to incorporate in this, this into what we did, but I bought three cowbells and it has been such a fun sure. element to our brand. It is now, honestly, when we go to an event and we never go without the cowbell, there's been one or two events where some, it just got forgotten and we go to, and we're like, oh man, we just feel like. Is the event ruined? Well, it doesn't feel complete. Yep, yep. <laughs> like if you come by and I'm like, you have really cool glasses. We'll ring the cowbell, you know, your baby's cute. We ring the cowbell, whatever it is. It just makes it, it fun and lively. And, and you would be shocked to see how people react to a cowbell. And even other people will be in line. They're like, hey, why'd they get the cowbell? Like, I, what can I do to <laughs> get the cowbell? <laughs> and, and so we'll ring it for them and they're just like instant endorphin rush, you know? Yeah. It was, sure. It's, it's really been a fun Fun element. We use it to celebrate, and we all need more cowbell. Right? Sure. Now, I'm curious, why did you go the catering route versus, you know, if I say I was starting this business, I wouldn't, I would just automatically think brick and mortar, right? Like a like an established restaurant type location. Like my mind wouldn't even go to catering. Right. So I'm curious, how did you think to even do that? As I was thinking through the, the business itself, churros are not yet part of our culture in the United States, like we'll get a church. They're certainly part of Disneyland culture. Like everyone goes to, and they eat churros when they're at Disneyland. Or you go to Costco and you get a churro. Or you do it after you're done your trip at Costco. Yeah. Hot dog and a churro. Exactly. But it's not like a destination thing, like an ice cream or, or something like that where you'd go and do it. And, and the magic of what we do is that they're fresh. And so so could you do retail? I think there are some strategic places that retail could work, um, perhaps in high traffic uh, spots that where an impulse buy. Um, people love the churros as an impulse buy at the fair, at the festival. It's also a nostalgic. You know, they remember going to the fair and getting a churro or mm-hmm. to Disneyland, for example, or whatever. But it's not yet part of something that you do at the end of after you go out for a movie or go out for dinner. Um, hopefully someday we'd love to have that be a part of what we do. It it played well for what I was trying to do. I'm I wanted to create a business that creates an experience, um, and so if we can 
be part of your experience, whether it's your corporate event or your really amazing wedding or a 50th birthday party or a 20th birthday party or sweet 16 or whatever it is, if we can be part of that and help you celebrate in our unique way and do do some really cool things with the churros, like customize them. We we fill them, like we've got Dulce de Leche, Nutella, sweet cream. We always cycle through seasonal flavors. So it always makes it fun and fresh and, and applicable to whatever you're doing. Um, so right now, like you tasted the pumpkin cheesecake mm-hmm. we make from scratch. We literally bake it and then blend it when it's done. And then so it goes inside the churro. We do caramel apple over the holidays. We do like gingerbread cookie butter. We do a peppermint cream. Uh, figgy pudding, and then Cinco de Mayo, we do, do an horchata-filled churro. You know, that's a huge hit. Because, Ooh, that oh, sounds yeah. so good. I love horchata. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's dang right? good in a churro. Yeah. You may go, need to go off keto for for, <laughs> for Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> that, I'm, so yeah. what is your busiest season, then? Or are you just kind so of busy holidays, all holidays? Any any holiday, um, even smaller-ish holidays, are, are very busy for us. Cinco de Mayo is kind of our Christmas. So, okay. Um, that week we had 32 events wow. uh, that we wow. catered. Yeah, it was crazy. So you, you stay awesome. pretty busy catering. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Uh, the week of uh, Halloween and Day of the Dead, another very big holiday for us. It uh, We had about, yeah, we did about 28 events that week. That is amazing. And, but the food truck, you have a food now truck. Now we have a food truck. About and four months ago, we now had a food truck. Now do you go around to, because I think I saw you have a, you're at Macy's? Yeah. Is yeah. that where the food truck is? Yeah. So we, we that's where our food truck is housed. And we uh, we kind of have three different you know revenue streams that we focus on. One is the catering. So weddings, parties, corporate events. And then the other is uh, our, what we call mobile sales. So fairs, festivals, food truck. So kind of all the Fs, right? And uh, so we're doing roundups. We'll go to roundups with uh, companies and will hire us to bring our food truck there and do a lunch or a special, you know, celebration, employee recognition or or a, a team building event that they're doing. But the food truck has been amazing. It's been we can just take it on the road and go anywhere. And uh, and then the other is pop ups. So we do pop ups at already existing locations. We've done uh, a pop-up at Black Sheep when they were here at Sugar House. We were on their dessert menu. Yeah, uh, We've been at various ice cream places like Rockwell and Provo and um, and Howdy SLC here in, um, in Sugar House as well. And right now we're at Macy's. Um, and what's, uh, what's the address Honey there? Bee, uh, And for about a year we were there for the entire time. And uh, then they converted it to a Macy's. So it's on 123rd South. Okay. In Draper, uh, right by uh, on where like Draper and Thirteenth uh, East. Okay, so that's South. that's kind of down near where Chrissy works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. I get to go eat during the day. There. Yeah, so Mondays, Fridays, and Saturdays are when we have our churros there, and um, it's been an amazing. That's yeah, it's been an amazing relationship. We we've loved being there, and they've been wonderful hosts, and and it allows us to kind of have a home base. Sure. So people can come and get churros. Um, Which is really nice because the people who love your churros are always trying to figure out where they can go get them. <laughs> and Because I, I, I know a lot of people who are obsessed with your churros. And they're always like, oh, he just does catering. We need to figure out how we can go get more. <laughs> what you need to do is just hire him to be full-time in your office. That's a good idea. There we go. Just a full-on <laughs> churro bar all day. So this food truck, is it like a trailer or is it like, you know, the the, the old FedEx trucks that people get? It's and, more and, like the FedEx truck. So yeah. it's, a, it's a full-blown truck. Yeah. It's not just something you pull behind a, a, yeah, a pickup totally. truck or something it's like that. Been, uh, yeah, you won't miss it. It's all black with the white pinstripe, just like our aprons. So. Did you gut it out and everything? Was it, was well, it a FedEx truck? Uh, it was truck? already... Ironically, um, it was already equipped for churros. Wow. It was a uh, about a year into our business, uh, there was uh, another churro business was started, um, and they were in business for a couple of months and then wanted to get out of the churro <laughs> business. And so they were looking to sell, and we said, "Awesome, we'll like, take it." That is and incredible. it was like plug and play. So wow. it was it was a great. We're very grateful, and um, it's been it's been wonderful. It's a it's fun to take the truck around and 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 be able to do anything. We uh, it, it helps us especially because most of our catering events are unlimited mini churros. So like we do churros this this size in the little clear plastic shot glasses. Yeah. And um and so that way people can get as many churros as they want. Your guests can eat, try all the flavors. We have some secret menu stuff. 
And yeah, so. That's what I love about it. You can keep, you don't have to get one churro. You can try like, I'm going to try all these different flavors throughout the the course of the next hour. But like, it's, it's so fun. Did you guys try the spicy? I mean, no, you didn't. No, spicy. Is it like a savory churro? Well, I I let your listeners in on the secret. Do you have one over there? I have the spice with me. Oh, okay. So we could pour it on our tongues. And well, see, let's see how it goes. I, don't, I want to, before we go too much further, and forget, yes. I want to talk about this churros for change yeah. that you're doing Absolutely. on the 27th of November. Yes. Uh, so we're going to get this episode up before then. So if you're listening to it before, check it out. If you missed it, We'll talk about it and you'll find out about it now, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So what is it? So Churros for Change. This is our third annual holiday giving fiesta, Churros for Change is what we've called it. And we do it every Tuesday after Thanksgiving, which is Giving Tuesday Worldwide. And the idea is this is our, it's always been super important for me to give back to the community and support uh, the efforts of nonprofits. I launched a nonprofit on, of, with a group of friends about 10 years ago, so I know how, how challenging it can be to, to run and try and make a difference in the world, um, but you also need funds and recognition and awareness to be able to do that. And so that's where the idea for Churros for Change was born. Let's throw a party, kick off the holiday season, and raise funds and awareness for local nonprofits. Let's inspire and support change makers. That's where the name came from, Churros for Change. So uh, so we're, we have live music. Um, we have Joseph Moore and Bell Jewel, amazing local artists. Uh, Bell has been on The Voice, and Joseph has this like amazing, soulful, anthemic sound to his voice. That's uh, Both of them are singer-songwriters. Tacos, all-you-can-eat churros. We uh, have, um, we're going to have a live art installation there as well. We're going to be uh, painting a mural uh, oh, wow. throughout the event as well. Be the change. So um, really, and, and it's going to be hosted at Kiln, which is the brand new co-working space. And we will be their first party um, at the new space in Lehigh. Um, Do you know the address of it? Yes, it is. On Thanksgiving Way, twenty seven oh one Thanksgiving Way. Boom! Nice yep. memory. I was like, I was like, oh man, I'm putting him on the spot. He's not going to know the address. So it's on. And, what, what is the date of that? It's like and the that's 20, November twenty seven. Twenty seven. And we're doing it in conjunction the three nonprofits that we're working with. We're we're teaming up with Arvo Watches. If you know of Arvo, yeah, I get their emails. They're amazing, and they do an annual party as well to to raise funds for uh, a local nonprofit called Because He First Loved Us that supports. Uh, refugees coming to live here in America. And so they do a Christmas party called Christmas for the Kids. And we decided to team up together with them this year for the for this event. And it's it's going to be amazing. The kids are going to perform. They have like this bucket drum brigade and it's it's going to be so cool. Um, so we're teaming with them and it's going to be we'd love to have everyone be there. Uh, the three nonprofits that we're supporting are because he first loved us um, fight the new drug which fights the harmful effects of pornography and, uh, and then warrior rising, which is uh, a nonprofit that um, helps recently returned veterans from their military service uh, get on their feet by starting their own businesses. I love it. And uh, which is oftentimes a really difficult transition from military service. So into the, into the, public sector. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So what, what, what time I mean, is private it? sector? Did you say what time it was? Like, um, what? it's in the evening. So it's, uh, the party itself is from seven to 10 Oh, and you yeah. can get all the information you need on our website, San And that's where you can go. And that will direct you to the Eventbrite page where you can purchase tickets. But yeah, we'd love to have, love to have as many people possible. Last year it was a, was, we had a really amazing turnout. And we're looking forward to to this year. It's it's a really and it's a family awesome. friendly, right? It is actually it is for kids at heart. Okay, and so it's for adults. Okay, yeah, yeah. makes so, sense. Makes sense. I just didn't know. Yeah. You know, I didn't want well, someone it's a to school sh- night. True, and so true. you know, we get just, a babysitter and have a good night out. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah take, exactly. Take the wife or husband or or new boyfriend out and <laughs> yeah and for a night on the town. Totally, right? and we have tacos we have special price. Yeah, tacos and all you can eat churros, and we have special pricing for. Uh, groups as well as um, as uh, couples, and there we have a silent auction. There's prizes all night long, like amazing prizes from Arvo and from local companies, uh, Vibe socks, and anyway, lots of really cool, 
lots of really cool gifts that we're, that we're going to be raffling off and silent auction, big, big ticket items. So it sounds like a cool night and I'll put the link again for that at IamSaltLake.com Thank you so with much. this episode. So in case you're driving or something right now and you can't, uh, you can't write it down, uh, but it's, it's on your website. Like you said, yes. San Diablo churros.com. Excellent. Mm-hmm. I think we'll have to go to this Christmas. I know, it sounds, sounds really fun. Definitely make make the drive come. down to Lehigh. But, <laughs> it's worth uh, it. It'll be worth so it. What do you know now doing this business? You've been doing it a couple of years, like yes. you said. What do you know now that you're like, gosh, I wish I would have known this in the beginning when I started all this. It, life would have been a lot easier. Or is there anything? Maybe there's not anything. Sounds like you're kind of an expert at business by like the time it. you started oh, gosh, it. Not so, at all. Do you think you're ever an expert? I don't. I mean, I, 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 that word always gets people's attention, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, and I see it on LinkedIn profiles and things. And I feel like I'm always learning and I feel like there's always so much to learn. And one of the things that I've found in my, in my career and even life is that um, I was just listening to a podcast from a friend of mine, Henry Amar. He has his podcast, Make It Happen. And um, and he had, was interviewing Whitney Johnson about disrupting yourself. Um, this idea of like shaking things up, always learning something new, like realizing that, recognizing where you're at currently and realizing that there's new things to like disrupt yourself and do something different and grow and learn and develop and become your best self. And, and I really resonate with that. I, I feel like it's something that has, really kind of been a lodestar for my life of trying something new and, and just going at it, uh, with, with all, all cylinders firing, you know, and just sink or swim, right? Yeah. And, and sink has happened and failures happened. And, uh, but I think throughout all of those experiences, you learn and you take those experiences that are preparatory for what's to come next. And, and it, and it helps you realize that you don't really know everything. And there always are, uh, there's so much to learn and grow and develop. Let's kind of uh, switch gears to Salt Lake City. Yeah. We have some Salt Lake City City questions questions. uh, that I like to ask people. And when I say Salt Lake City, you know, I mean, obviously the Valley. Yeah, totally. The greater Salt Lake City. It's kind of interesting. When I I think of Salt Lake City, I think of everything, you know, from Draper to, I don't know. I know. I mean, I even think, I think of pretty much everywhere. Yeah. We're we're lucky in that way. Yeah. Um, But I ask this, you know, typically on the podcast, like. For somebody, even yourself, who's been in the area for so long, and, and, and I'll let you even go to Utah County since you spent so many years at BYU. <laughs> if somebody was visiting for the first time, right, they've never been here, they've never experienced anything in this area, what would you tell them to go check out, Scott? You've got to go up into, like, you've got to go up into the mountains. Sure. Yeah. You have to. I mean, it there, and whatever time of year it is, there's always an interesting. I, like whether you trail run, I'd trail run down in like South Mountain over like Draper area and things. And and the, the commanding views of, of the city are really cool. So you can have your like feel, fit, fill of nature and feel like you're out in uh, and secluded. But then looking out on this amazing expanse of the city that's beautiful. Um, but getting away from the city as well on the Wasatch back, you know, up by up in uh, in the Park City area. It's so wonderful. If, you know, every once in a while I run into people that have a quick layover on at, at the airport and and I'm like, get to Temple Square. I mean, how do you, you come gotta, to Utah yeah. and not go to Temple Square? Yeah. You know, it's just kind of iconic and and a really wonderful feeling, especially with the temple lights coming, or the, the Christmas, Christmas lights, lights yeah. coming up. Oh, yeah. Uh, light, lights on Temple Square, which we're going to be uh, across the street, or we're going to be right next to Deseret Book. Wait, um, you are? The, the, the food truck. Yeah. All during, all the, during, the, holi- all during the holidays. Well, that's, Monday, Monday, Friday, Saturday. That's, that's good for all of our listeners to know. Yeah. Uh, it's a great opportunity for downtown folk to come I'm and try you out. Yeah, yeah. We do Mexican hot chocolate and hot apple cider. Oh. So, yeah. Well, guess where I'm going every night during the winter? (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to try some unique churro innovations as well. We're going to be introducing them at the at Churros for Change. But uh, over the summer, we tried one. We did a churro fried banana split. So we coated each of the halves of banana in churro dough and then deep fried them 
Coated them in cinnamon sugar, three scoops of ice cream, and real whipped cream, real cherries. It was... It's like an epic shared dessert. It's yeah, that sounds amazing. It it's a, it's a full size Sunday. Oh yeah, mm. oh yeah. Yum. And so we're gonna try some kind of along those same lines. We're gonna do churro fried things. I mean, I can I can I want to tease it a little bit. There's we're probably gonna do. Uh, I don't want to say probably because we are gonna do them. Uh, churro fried Snicker bites. Ooh. And Reese's peanut butter cups. See, and I love Ooh. Snicker bars. Okay, that was like is one of my gonna, guilty is this pleasures. Be get, to get you off keto. Maybe let's make maybe. this our goal this, this year goal. is to get Chris off keto and on the churros. I'm a fan of keto. I mean, it's not like I have to make a, a, a habit out of it. I mean, I try it once. I live a <laughs> right, little. Right, you only, only live it's once. Yolo. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, just, it's just maybe once. Just do it once. But I used to get the the deep fried Snickers at the fair. Oh yeah. Oh really. Or the deep were they tempura fried or what? I what, can't remember. Was it just batter? Like, I, like I, kind they, of a they would do it and I don't know. And I it tasted really, good. It, the Twinkie and the, the, the mm. they have, you, I think you could get a stick of butter. You can, you get deep fried butter. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. That's a thing. Well, what about, okay. I also ask favorite local eating spots, obviously your churros, but, but if you're doing dinner okay, or so if you're I'm, doing lunch. I'm a taco or, guy. I Mexican have a taco food. Instagram yeah. account. That's all really? I post. Yeah. What, what's that account name? Search for the perfect taco. Search for the, okay. okay. So I'm on the search for the perfect taco. It's been this lifelong pursuit and in my adult life anyway. Sure. And um, so Utah, uh, my my current favorite taco places right now are uh, Tacos Mi Caramelo in West Valley. Totally recommend them. Um, they're open on the weekends 24 hours. No kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, Al Pastor on the spit, pineapple, homemade tortillas, mm-hmm. amazing. If you're looking for a bit of a higher-end um, taco, I would do um, Oteo in Utah County if you're letting me go across point of the mountain. <laughs> letting you just go. Just this to, one time. Just yeah, this yeah. one time. We're making an exception. Amazing. I mean, it's like carne. It's like skirt steak with, with uh, shredded green apple on it and like Holy atypical. Cow. But Wait, they shred rid- green apple on yes. the taco. Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. Wow. What? I've never and even thought about that. And then they do this avocado beet taco that has like three types of beets shaved on it. I mean, it's like it is. It's like gourmet. It is, yeah, it's great. Jurassic taco food truck is amazing. Um they're they're uh, going to be at Churros for Change, um, so yeah. And then a friend of mine is is launching Zelf is launching a, a taco business as well, and he's uh, yeah he'll be he'll be there at Churros for Change as well. So wow, well, well we, we tacos are are my thing, and uh, I there those are those are some of my top places sure in Utah right what, now. What would you ch- would you change anything about Salt Lake, or would you? Was there anything that you just like, gosh, I wish this would be different or you find the way it is? I mean, I love wherever I'm at. Sure. And there's always, always things that, you know, when I lived in LA, I'm like, it'd be nice to not be in traffic for 45 minutes to go three miles, you know? Right. Yeah. So yeah, there are things that sure, I would any, Anywhere you live, there's <laughs> going to be things. But, but. Uh, and you know, I am because of Southern California, I'm a total weather wimp a total wuss. Sure. And so I'm, when it starts to get cold, like it does now, um, I'm, I don't, don't love the cold. Yeah, no, and so in cold, I could do it. And it's a good thing that, that cold comes with a purpose here and you can go up and like play in the snow in yeah. and ski and, and, and cold with a purpose. I I'm, I'm on board with, um, when it, when it starts to like the logistics of cold, like shoveling, <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. I mean, it's I just, the I, it was, it, the first winter I was here, my, uh, the, the, my roommates at the time, they were like, um, dude, like you, can you help us shovel every once in a while? And I'm like, gosh, I don't even think about these things. I'd been living in LA for 10 years. And so I, I don't, you know, I, I don't think about like what I have to work time in my schedule to scrape my windshield off and shovel. Yeah. Like, you got to wake up uh, two hours this? early exactly. to get out and shovel and <laughs> yeah. then make sure you got enough time to get to what work. What is this? Yeah. Yeah. So those are things that I don't love, but you know, and it's that's a great why place. We moved, we used to live in a house and then we were like, let's get back into an apartment. And, and I'm so excited. This, this <laughs> no winter, I had no shoveling for this what guy. What are you going to do with all your time? I, I sleep in. <laughs> no, being, being downtown though, sometimes you have to like shovel your car out right. of, uh, with some of the snow plows. 
let's run down the list as we kind of wrap this um, podcast up. I mean, I've I've had a heck of a time on here. I could have gone another hour with you, Scott. Mm-hmm. It's been uh, so fun. Yeah. But we'll just have to bring you back through the let's podcast and, and get more into the nitty gritty of, of, of your company. But what, again, let's run down ways for people to, uh, to reach out and contact you, how they can find you, how they can connect with you more. Absolutely. We are, we love to, we live to wow people and we love to celebrate whatever event you're celebrating, make something special for you. All you can eat churro, um, events, uh, you can contact us just on our website, sandiablochurros.com. Um, if you'd like to follow, uh, any of our drool worthy pictures on Instagram or on social media, you can follow us there at San Diablo churros on, on all the social platforms. So and you put all the, you put pictures of all your churros up there on the Instagram. Pictures. That's a great way for people yeah. to come check it out. Yeah. 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 Um, and let us just let us, uh, do something special for you. I mean, we're doing an event just right now. Um, we're coating the churros with pop rocks. We have shredded coconut. Wait, um, that do- sounds wonderful. We call it a firework churro. We do it around 4th of July. So we, and it's like, the the, ki- we got to get that to the fireworks kids. in your mouth. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Is that just a huge, like huge for kids? Do they just freak out? Kids love it. it adults, adults love, love well, it. I, I, mean, I mean, who, does, who like, doesn't love it's pop all of a sudden We can have fun too, I guess. Right. <laughs> well, it's all of a sudden me and my yeah. childhood. Exactly. Yes. It takes you back. You're like, yeah, pop rocks. What? And so, yeah, sure. like this fireworks show in your mouth. So. That's um, awesome. Yeah, we do. We did a charcoal churro for for um, uh, Day of the Dead and Halloween. Did you we dip put it in activated? activated charcoal in the dough? No actually, way. yeah. Wow, that's, that's actually so, good for you too. So it's a health food. You exactly, totally, yeah. yeah it was basic, and then you <laughs> fill it with like a berry filling. It's basically fruit salad. Yeah, yeah. see, <laughs> totally. You could healthy. live on that and yeah. be great. <laughs> And, and obviously, our listeners can hire you to come to their event. Oh yeah, totally. You know, or, we do corporate events, weddings, parties, any party. We go to your home. We'll we've done camping parties. We'll go out. We take our generator out, and we'll fascinating. We'll uh, yeah. We've been to parties in L.A., Columbus, San Francisco. Um, oh wow! So you you really travel? Yeah, we're we're nice. we're looking to expand from uh-huh. outside of Utah, and um and we get hired to do some of these private events in other cities, and um it's been yeah we did uh, an event at Peter Thiel's house, in he was one of the co-founders of PayPal with Elon okay. Musk. I I knew Wait, I knew his name. You were at a party with Elon. Well, uh, no, oh. it, it was, Peter, it was, I, I don't know if Elon was there, but they were he, it was at Peter though. Thiel's house sure. and, um, and we did, they, they were having this black and white, uh, movie night, Alfred Hitchcock, strangers on a train. And so we served our churros on a train. So we oh got this like plastic, like, like large, uh, uh, train set served our, we'd served black churros, charcoal churros with, uh, with scream cheese. Cause it was a murder <laughs> mystery. <right>? <laughs> <laughs> So, so we want we want yeah. to make that we want to make something special for yeah. uh, and whether it's colors to match an event or we did we did a, a Quattro de Mayo May the Fourth be with you um, party and we did little lightsaber churros. Oh my so gosh! We've done like little baby unicorn horns and all sorts of fun stuff. I just so. want to work for you guys because that just sounds fun to make all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, we have a lot when in our in our team meetings on on Monday. We have a lot of fun coming up with ideas. It sounds like I mean you yeah. have a, you have a creative brain. Yeah, we are we our team's amazing. We have an amazing amazing team, and that's really the churros themselves. Uh, I mean, they've won best of state for pastry this year, which is fun. But but what I love is when I when I read the reviews on Google, Yelp, or Facebook, and they're like, "Yeah, your churros are so awesome." I you know sent from, from above sort of thing. Uh, but your team was amazing. It's super friendly, super professional. They named a churro after my, you know, like this special filling co- combination named him after my son. And it was his birthday party, the Ryland delight or whatever it was, you know, all of that's when for me, I feel like we've, we've done an exceptional job yeah. it, because we're, we're touching people's lives. We're connecting in a meaningful way and making something special for them that hopefully they'll never forget. Yeah. And you bring, I mean, you guys bring a presence to the events that you're at, like how you catered the event that we, um, yeah, the creative spoke at. Yeah. yeah, it was just, there was just an energy that you guys brought that was really exciting. So oh, I can, I can you. vouch for that. Oh, thanks. That means a lot. 
Oh, and I have one you, last question. She always asks always a ask question me. here to yes. kind of wrap the show up. I don't so, know. You might have heard it on the podcast. Your answer better be good because I'm expecting a lot from you. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> would you leave our listeners with one piece of life advice? I would say, um, gosh, there's so many things that have been swimming around in my head recently with, with different developments and things that I've been studying and learning and, and conversations that I've had. I feel like the biggest piece of advice that I would give is to love more and dream bigger. I feel like some of the thoughts that I've had recently over the past several months are that, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a dreamer. I, I like to think big. Um, but I realize that I think that we put limitations. Maybe I should speak for myself. I think I put some limitations on even big dreams that I may have. Well, but that's like, Oh, but that's really too big or, Mm -hmm. or that's like, could I really do that? Like change the world? I mean, we, it's our mission at San Diablo. We want to create the best food experience in the world. And that's a pretty lofty, audacious statement to make. I mean, we're a, a small growing churro company in Utah, but, and we want to create a global brand that makes a difference in the world and makes the world a better place one churro at a time. We want to deliver deep fried happiness. Our vehicle just happens to be the churro. Mm -hmm. But I believe that all of us have unlimited capacity to make the world a better place. And so my advice to myself and to all of us would be to dream bigger and to love more. If we can incorporate those sorts of principles and mindset into everything that we do, whether whether we're, you know, at the store getting whatever, running into someone, uh, whether it's literally running into someone or running into someone at the uh, just kind of uh, connecting with them, I think that there's there's unlimited opportunity for us to make an impact in the world and make the world a better place. And I think that we need to put aside the limitations that we oftentimes we put fetters and 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 uh, limitations on our dreams. And that's why I, I mean, I I honor you guys and admire what you've done with with the podcast and how you've created this community that celebrates all things Utah and especially all things Salt Lake. It's you can feel your passion for it and. Uh, and that's contagious, you yeah. know, and, and this is a, this is a big dream. Uh, you know, you can feel that and it's, it's a wonderful to, to see someone in their element and, and achieving their dreams. Uh, and so the, that would, that would be what I would say. I think counsel, I would give both myself and other people is to love more and dream bigger. I love it. That's a perfect. We yeah. can't recommend enough for our listeners to reach out, connect with you, go Please. on to Facebook, go on to Instagram, send them a message. I always say, reach out. I mean, tell Scott, hey, I listened to this episode. I want to come find your churros during the <laughs> holidays. But uh, I'm, I'm serious. I'd love to bring you back through here, you know, maybe maybe spring or summer, you Let's know, kind it. of continue a little more business talk. And and because, uh, again, I know we skimmed the surface. Right. There's so much more to talk but, about. Uh, Thank you so much. It's so, it's, well, thank you for allowing me to be here. And uh, it's so, so wonderful connecting with both of you. And uh, yeah, you're doing something really special and I, I'm grateful to be a part of it. Many thanks again to Scott Porter for joining us on this episode of the podcast and sharing his story. You can head on over to our website, IamSaltLake.com slash 356 for all the links mentioned on this episode's conversation. All right, guys, let's talk about our new recording spot. I know we mentioned it at the beginning of this episode, so let's talk about it here, Christina. We're in the back of Empire Merchandise. This is located at 680 South State Street. This is actually my brother Rob and sister-in-law Jeannie's shop, and so we're truly grateful that they're letting us set up this podcast studio here. So go support them. Go support their shops. Empire Merchandise is the place to go for all your vape juice, mods, everything vape-related. Great place for uh, holiday gift shopping. I know that's coming up here, unfortunately. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> and we have uh, I Am Salt Lake t-shirts here. Well, they're not here quite yet. They probably will be here uh, in a few days, I would imagine. So go check them out, 680 South State Street. It's actually the old, old Radio Shack, if you remember that. It's right next door to the Beehive Music Venue. Go check them out and tell them that you heard all about them on the I Am Salt Lake podcast. 
So this was an idea. Uh, I heard this on another podcast. Honestly, I can't even remember what podcast it was where they gave a weekly recommendation. It could be anything uh, going on in each other's lives or something that we really enjoyed that week. And so um, what is your recommendation this week, Christina? My recommendation, it's it's more local based. So sorry for those of you who are out of state. But we actually got a chance to go walk around Trolley Square this week for, you know, they have the holidays all set up. There's pop-up shops. And we got to go visit uh, Bitter's Labs. Great a, store, by oh, the way. Oh, great store. Oh, my gosh. I wanted to buy everything there. You had to stop me and be like, wait, Christmas is coming. Don't buy everything you want. But it was just, it was so great to be able to walk around. And there's something about Trolley Square, especially during the holidays and how they have all these great local shops that are popping up and I just, I just encourage everyone to even go, go check it out, walk around, just enjoy it. It's a beautiful mall. It really is. I don't I think love it, it gets as much uh, recognition as it should. Exactly. My rec- or my recommendation for the week, guys, is actually a podcast. It's Old Coots Giving Bad Advice. They've actually only released two episodes, and I, it's just a fun listen. Really mm-hmm. quick, 20, 30 minutes long. They're releasing an episode, I guess, every Thursday. Go check them out. If you saw them at the farmer's market, then you're going to love it even more. It's just a bunch of old people sitting around giving giving advice. It's so great. Old coots giving bad or old coots giving bad advice. Yeah, I believe that's that's awesome. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you again to our amazing sponsors, Five Wives Vodka, Limitless Labs, and the Salt Lake Barber Company. Also, many thanks to our awesome Patreon supporters. These are our listeners that are like, hey, you know what? We love you. We want to make sure the lights are on. So we would love it if you would consider supporting the show by becoming a Patreon supporter. You can head on over to patreon.com slash I am Salt Lake. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash I am Salt Lake and uh, become a supporter, even throw a dollar away each week. Every little bit helps. And you can send us an email to say hello at hello at I am Salt Lake dot com. If you are still old school and you want to send us letters and packages, you can send us some anything you want, just not anything bad, to P.O. Box 4412, Salt Lake City, Utah, 84110. You guys have a great week. Have a good Thanksgiving if you're listening to this before Thanksgiving. Get out and enjoy the city, support local, and we're going to see you on the next episode. And good night, Grammy.